At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. VSIN Primetime, folks, presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for Tim Murray alongside with uh, the stalwart, the cornerstone of the program, from what I'm told, Sean King, who's always right, never wrong. And a very smart man joins us here at the top of the hour. Mike Pritchard, nice enough to give us some time today. Mike, it's always good to talk to you, buddy. How was the weekend? The weekend is fantastic, fellas. Uh, You know, getting a lot done, uh, seeing some family as well. I got out of town real quick, and I came right back. uh, And Brady Cannon and I knocked out uh, Pro Football Blitz uh, yesterday. So uh, ready to get after it, man. It's game week. Private jet? Uh, no, no, okay. nope. Didn't do it this time. Heard real quick. So I was like, I mean, there's nothing quick about public transportation. All right, let's start the national. <laughs> he, just, he just helicoptered from Summerlin to Henderson and back. Yeah, he didn't want to drive on the 15. All right, we were talking off the air. Uh, yeah. We're actually, we're all in agreement here on um, this play. So let's give you the floor for this. Comeback player of the year. Jameis Winston is at the top of the list for a lot of people. And it sounds like for you, yourself as well. Yeah, he is. You know, it. it I like it. I like the situation. I like the situation that he's in with the team. I, I like um, everything that the Saints have done, really, in the offseason. And, and just getting some good information from people I trust. Randy Mueller, former executive of, of the year, uh, former GM out there with the Saints. And, uh, you know, he, he gave me some good insight into what he saw uh, with that football team. They are built perfectly, man, to do some damage this year in terms of not only the division, perhaps getting deeper into the playoffs. I think that defense is solid. The only thing that happened to that team last year is they lost faith. Uh, when Jameis went down, I believe they were 5-2, and two, and he was lighting it up. 
Uh, but then they went on that losing streak because they just lost confidence. Uh, certainly no confidence at quarterback. Uh, what, what I think people miss a lot about Jameis is that he is a natural leader, man. And uh, that team in that locker room, I, I think he'll get them to follow him. And, and for that reason, I like him in a comeback player of the year uh, situation. You know, what I love is that uh, the defensive coordinator was promoted. You're talking about the fourth overall defense in the National Football League last year. Mm -hmm. They were outstanding. Dennis Allen was the interim coach a few years back when Sean Payton had to serve a suspension. Carmichael, the OC, has been with Payton, so they didn't change systems. I do have a question for you. Marcus made big offseason free agent acquisition, you know, did have an incident off the field right. uh, late last week. Is there – have you heard anything about that? Is it going to be a suspension? Is it not going to be a suspension? Because I really yeah. was like, I'm bullish on the Saints. Part of it was I think they have an elite defense. Right, they do. They do. They traded a, a, a good player to Philly because their defense was stacked. Um, Gardner Johnson. And, and so Gardner Johnson, exactly. So you got Marcus May. You know, it's, it's, it's really up in the air, I think, Sean. I mean, you had Kamara in that situation. He's going to avoid any type of suspension. Uh, and that happened out here during the Pro Bowl. That was, you know, months ago. Uh, and so, I, you know, it's hard to tell with these situations. I mean, you get arrested and they look at you that way. Uh, it depends on why you get arrested. They'll investigate it. But, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't have any intel on that. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that that would be a blow considering what they did when they traded uh, Gardner Johnson. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I can't call it at this point, but I know around everything else up front, uh, that team is stacked, though, uh, defensively. So one of the things that, and I, I bet this, Saints win the NFC South, Pritch. And mm -hmm. for me, it's just, I think the market's a little wrong, at least in terms of the gap between Tampa Bay and New Orleans, right? Like the probability you're giving me of New Orleans winning this thing, I think should be higher than what the market is saying at this point right now. Would you agree with that sentiment that the gap between Tampa Bay and New Orleans, and especially, right, one, what we've seen between these two in the regular season and the injuries along the interior of that offensive line, I don't think those things are being accounted for enough. They're, they're not. I mean, it's interesting, though, because both teams stuck with the continuity uh, angle. Like, B.A. leaves Tampa Bay, he retires or whatever, and, okay, you hire within top bowls, and same thing with the Saints. You know, you, you stick with the continuity. Dennis Allen and Sean was talking about that. And the reasons why you do that, JVT, is obviously you feel good about your roster. You feel good about what's developing inside, inside the building. Uh, I agree with you. I, I think Tampa Bay, because of Tom Brady, has been skewed. Uh, and the opinion is that they're far superior than everybody else within that division. I, I, I beg to differ on that. You know, I, I just think that uh, Brady within that system has been fantastic. But I, I think other teams, in particular the Saints, have closed that gap. Man. You know, uh, we have Mike Pritchard, uh, one of the lead analysts from here at VEASAN, here on VEASAN's primetime. Jonathan Van Tobel filling in for uh, Tim Murray. The Panthers, since we're talking about mm. the NFC South, they actually finished third in the advanced defensive statistics last year. Mm -hmm. If Christian McCaffrey's healthy, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, I mean, those are two legit wide receivers. If they made the right decision and Baker Mayfield is, has learned from maybe some of his immaturity off the field and is ready to not just be a good quarterback but be a good leader, are the Falcons – a team that has value because when you look at the roster, it's a pretty darn good roster they have there in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. The Panthers is interesting. You know, yesterday on the show pro football blitz with Brady, I gave out a piece of information that I came across fellas and you'll appreciate this because Baker, I, I have the same agent. Uh, we have the same agent. And so Stefanski 
man, he I didn't realize about uh, Stefanski, but it's his way or the highway with that offense, man. And, you know, it, it got rigid up there. I thought Baker lost the locker room in Cleveland, which clearly he did. But look how quickly Carolina named him the quarterback. Look how quickly they traded uh, for LaVisca Chenault. Look how quickly everything kind of quieted down around that offense and Baker now. It's because Ben McAdoo is catering towards Baker. He's given Baker what Baker wants. And, and Baker is that alpha type of player, and he wants um, things around him in order for him to play at a high enough level. So I agree with you. I think people are starting to see that. If it comes together offensively, what Matt Rule can do with that defense and what that defense is capable of from a personnel standpoint, it makes it very interesting out there with Carolina. So I, I think they're going to go air raid. Uh, they're going to have that West Coast essence to it, but they're going to go air raid because of all the, the added parts that they have. LaVisca Chenault can be a Debo Samuel type of player. He's not as fast, uh, but he can be a Swiss Army knife and, and do a lot of things for Baker out there on the field offensively. Yeah, or you're removed from 30 and 9 in terms of touchdowns to interceptions. Right. I, I'm with you. Uh, so, actually, this is a pretty interesting question. So, like, Carolina for me, Pritch mm -hmm. is a team that I'm, I want to take a position on early, which is I want to back them early in the regular season because I don't think the market has them where they should be. I think they're a little bit better th than the market is giving them credit for. Not your big picture, but I think week to week there's going to be something there. What is right. a team like that for you as we enter the regular season? What's a team that you feel is being undervalued and that you think you would support consistently early on until the market adjusts? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I, you know, from an undervalued standpoint, oh, gosh, you know, I haven't really thought about it that way. I, I think Pittsburgh got a chance to surprise people. I don't know if they're undervalued. I mean, you look at that line in week one as a six and a half, right? Yep. Um, I, I, I think it, so that division is a culture division. And what I mean by that, I mean, think about the history and the blueprint that the Steelers follow each and every year. They, they find the same players just a different year uh, and they plug and play and they do the exact same thing that they've always done. But this is going to be a departure because Big Ben's no longer there. So offensively, they're going to be highly creative. They're, they're going to be an athletic uh, a speed type offense, completely different than what we saw with Big Ben down the stretch here in his career. And then defensively, I still think they have one of the better defenses in, in the league. So everybody's raving about the Ravens, rightly so. Cincinnati, I, I get that. Cleveland, we'll see what happens. But maybe there's, there's um, a, a, you know, an underrated situation out there in Pittsburgh. We'll, we'll see if that materializes, though. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they have a lot of talent on offense, which is a, a major upgrade mm -hmm. for Trubisky. We've never seen him, you know, when he's surrounded by these kind of pieces. I, I'm excited you know, to see what he's capable of doing. Uh, right. I, another team that seems to be flying under the radar, and it's very interesting because generally the defending Super Bowl champ is the team that everybody's gunning for, everybody's talking about. Very mm -hmm. rarely in this offseason has anybody talked about Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams. They're actually home underdogs in the season opener. Are the Rams undervalued? You know, I, I don't know if they're undervalued or, or if it's just the caliber of an opponent coming in week one, like McVay's five and oh in week one opponents during his career as a head coach. And, and so he's an underdog in this situation. You wouldn't think that'd be the case defending Super Bowl champions. Like you said, you, you wouldn't think that'd be the case, but the caliber of opponent with Buffalo is just unreal. Uh, so that's what I'm looking at. I, I don't know if people are looking at that. Maybe, maybe the public is, you know, because from the, the uh, distribution of bets, you can see that, but 
My goodness, yeah, it's crazy to think about, Sean, that the defending Super Bowl champions are an underdog at home. But I just look at the caliber of opponent, and they're up against it, in my opinion. Speaking about the caliber of opponent, and listen, Buffalo's roster looks tremendous. But mm-hmm. really the only piece they added was a Von Miller that still has yeah. spurts, but I don't think he has that consistent dominance that was uh, displayed in Denver. Right. But this Buffalo team has pretty much been together. It's not like they brought in, you know, five new faces. Are they slightly overvalued in some markets? Are people giving Buffalo too much credit? It's possible because it's a hard year, as you know, Sean. I mean, there's a lot of games to win throughout the regular season, man. And uh, maybe their win total is lofty. Uh, but I think they'll be there at the end of the day in regards to, to the playoffs. I mean, that's that's what teams like this want to do. They just want to get in the tournament and then get through the tournament to the Super Bowl. So I don't think this team, Buffalo, is worried about win totals like we are as betters. All right, Pritch, we got 50 seconds left. Any week one bets okay. that you have made? Yeah, Buffalo. Um, I laid it with Buffalo. Uh, earlier in August, it was two. Uh, I think it's two and a half last time I checked. Uh, but yeah, if you can get underneath three, I like that. I got a teaser too, uh, with San Francisco teased down to one along with the Ravens teased down to one in week one, just to avoiding the great unknown with, with a couple of plays right there in the teaser court. The you hit went three for three and then you get up to the plate and strike out on a high fastball. <laughs> Which one? You were so close, Pritch. You had Jameis comeback player of the year. You liked the Panthers. You liked the Steelers. And then you said Buffalo on the road at the Rams. Oh, man. McVay goes to 6 and 0, Pritch. Pritch, appreciate man. it, bud. Thank you. <laughs> All right, fellas. Y'all take it easy. Great stuff, man. By the way, I think you're absolutely right about Buffalo being overvalued. We got a lot left to get to. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Erickson is joining us at 15. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com and check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way. vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. You know a man who reads those betting splits like blind people read Braille. 
Josh Applebaum is going to join us uh, in the next hour. Get nice. his thoughts on that. Nice. Can I tell you, so really quickly, because I know we got these uh, Wilder right connections or uh, these games. I feel like I'm in a safe space now, right? I've gotten a little bit more comfortable. So we were talking about this off the air, and you mentioned it right when we got off of Pritch. I wholeheartedly agree with the sentiment that Buffalo is overvalued coming into the year. And because people hear that and they go, you think Buffalo sucks? Like, no. Right. I think Buffalo's really good. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the place in which the market has put Buffalo, to me, is where I push back on. Where you have, from an odd standpoint, a little bit of a gap between them and the next best team. Or a win total of 11.5 with a, a shaded to the over in some spots with an implied probability of nearly 60%. When this was a team that went 7-6 and six last year, lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars for the first 13 games. Like, I just, I would say that the rating is just a little high on Buffalo. And you mentioned it too, like this opening game, right? I was looking around, I'm like, did I miss like a like a catastrophic injury for right. the Rams? That's what I was like, like is Stafford not playing? Like, yeah. I know he was battling the, the elbow soreness. I was like, I started researching, like, something had to happen. Yep. There's no way the Rams are an underdog at home, the opener, in the opener. Like, McVay never loses this game. And, and home field's not worth that much anymore. We talked about that. College worth way more. I get all of that. But, I mean, obviously, I have teased the Rams up. I use them in the Vikings, so I've got that in there. I'm waiting for three to hit. I'll be on the Rams win, and if it does. But I, I agree with you. I just want to put that out there. I feel safe here. Because every time I bring it up to somebody, I feel like there's, like, this prickling. Like, mm, I don't know about right, that. Right. Like, like, no. How dare you say something about <laughs> Buffalo? And I think a thing that is going understated is Brian Dable had a great chemistry with Josh Allen. Yeah. Like, his innate ability to know when to utilize the QB run game to get Josh comfortable when he was uncomfortable sometimes early in games. That came from their relationship being built from when Josh, you know, initially got there. So losing Dayball and his expertise, I know a lot of people are hiring Ken Dorsey. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm First time play nor, college. Right, I'm neither here nor there. Hopefully he does great. Uh, but I do think there are some question marks. I still don't think they have a very explosive run game from the running back standpoint. I know they added James Cook, but we'll see. We will see, but I'm glad. I will be Rams money line, I think, on Thursday. That's where I'm leaning. I'm glad glad somebody here on this network has some sense. See? There you go. You're a smart guy, huh? It took you uh, (laughs) a little little over an hour and 15 minutes to give me a compliment, but I accept it. All right. While the right continues, we got some college football games to continue to roll through here. Uh, I'm going to skip a little bit down the list, but I want to go to Kentucky and Florida. So we saw this thing actually. This is the cool thing about these openers when you get to, especially because I'm on the air for our college football line reveals, so we can see what Circa opens up at and then where the market immediately goes to. So Circa's opening number was the full seven for mm-hmm. Florida at home against Kentucky. Uh, that immediately dropped down to five. We had Paul Stone on who told us that his number uh, was three for Florida in this game, and now we're down to four and a half. It did seem like it was a, a slight uh, overreaction to put the full seven up there for Florida after Anthony Richardson and the Gators did what they did against Utah. And I would also say, keep in mind, the Utes, Sean, like when you have two goal line possessions mm-hmm. that you generate no points from, that's going to make a pretty big difference. And if you actually cash in on one of those, it's a little bit of a different game. What were your thoughts coming out of that game for Florida? And do you think that the market is getting this right, driving this down from that open to seven? So I'm torn here because all day Sunday – I took my head and I bammed it against the wall yeah. because all last week I talked about how elite of a talent Anthony Richardson is. And yet I did not go out and put a futures bet in on him to win the Heisman Trophy. So I was Do you remember what he was before the game? I think he's 20 to 1 now, but I know it was higher yeah. than that prior prior to the Utah game. 
This is a trap game from Florida in some ways. Coming off the high of the uh, win over Utah, yeah. However, I was a guy that thought Kentucky could win the SEC East and then Stoop sabotaged me. Kentucky didn't even rush for 100 yards against Miami over Ohio. Now, Will Levis had a tremendous game, but a large part of that is because Stoops decided to expend, uh, suspend Chris Rodriguez Jr., the all-SEC running back there in Kentucky. That suspension goes through the Florida game. So I'm not... Is it officially through the Florida game? Well, initially, that's what he announced. I hadn't heard anything different. I thought it was like some weird indefinite thing. Like well, if Rodriguez could... plays and yeah. I'm higher on Kentucky... Okay. But I don't think you can be one-dimensional against this Florida defense and go into the swamp and expect to have a lot of success on offense. Kentucky's not that good at wide receiver. But I do think it's a hard emotional spot for Florida. But I like what I heard from Billy Napier. You know, after watching the film, he did his local press conference, and he said, extremely sloppy. Glad we won. Disappointed in how we executed. We'll get it fixed. So I like that approach. Yeah. Not resting on his laurels. But the kids, are they mature enough to, to really get back and lock in on top of the details? I would take and lean Florida under a touchdown here, but that's only if Chris Rodriguez is out. So uh, this is this is and this is why I love coaches sometimes too. When you, you got to discipline your good players, but you got to leave the door right, open. I wouldn't have suspended him for the Miami Ohio game. Maybe uh, run some sprints out of the practice. The quote from Stoops: "Quote: A few of them will have multiple game suspensions, but I don't know how long. I suspect one will be back next week." We don't know who that one is. They I need, would say the all SEC running back. The ba- they need the balance. <laughs> right. They were uh their leading rusher had seven carries for thirty two yards versus Miami of Ohio. Yeah. So Florida's I think is a little better versus a run kind of different athlete than what the uh Red Hawks, you know, brought to Lexington last week. So they need that balance. If Chris Rodriguez is playing for Kentucky, I'm probably gonna leave the game alone. If uh Rodriguez is still suspended, then I'm I'm gonna lay the points for Florida. Interesting to see what he's worth. Right, when it comes to Rodriguez. Because, I mean, we're seeing this number get driven down to, what, in the range of four and a half. Um, it's a definite, Rod- definitely a trap game for Florida. Oh, I mean, it's definitely a letdown, right? Yeah. And and see, so I'm one, because, you know, I've been on with you guys a bunch. I'm very analytically, uh, analytically driven, like numbers and all that. Um, but in college and in the NBA times, too, I need to buy a little bit more into, like, these kind of situations. This is definitely one of those. You're at home. You beat the top seven program in the country. Then you got to come back for a physical game against a conference opponent. Like, that's a really and, and tough turnaround. And it's the messaging. Yeah. Because the entire offseason, all you heard was Napier telling you, how are they going to disrespect us? Utah is coming in here and is a favorite mm-hmm. in our home. You've been locked in. Like, no one's picking us to win the SEC East. And, and you put so much into that Kentucky game – and it goes all the way down to you having to make an interception, yep. you know, in the under 30 seconds left in the game. Can you emotionally get back to that peak playing Kentucky? Because Kentucky's a legit football team. I still don't know that when the name Kentucky is said in locker rooms mm-hmm. that the opponent is like, oh, we got to get right for Saturday. circle Kentucky, yeah. You know, sometimes uh, we're talented. We beat Utah. We'll beat Kentucky. So, uh, you're right. It's a letdown spot emotionally. I think uh, – this game is going to tell me a lot about Napier and I, and how long the turnaround at Florida will take. Because yeah. he's going to get it turned around. This will tell me how long it's going to be. Man, your eyes are more trained than me. I was really impressed with the game plan that he had for Richardson. Oh, a tremendous. lot of play action. Tremendous. getting his athletic, uh, And getting I said all last week, AR yeah. is a Heisman caliber talent. Yep. You know, uh, one of the, Dan Mullen's biggest mistakes and the reason he isn't still at Florida, and I know AR was hurt, mm-hmm. you know, sporadically, but there is no – competition between Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson, like it's not even close. When you see him, that's especially, like going yeah. to the lot 
and them asking you, do you want the E class <laughs> or do you want the S class? Like, it's not a comparison. All right, really quickly, one more game to get to. Uh, USC on the road against Stanford. Uh, it, so they get to paste Rice. Stanford has their way with Colgate as well. Um, that was a 41-10 to 10 final score. Opener here was minus 12 uh, on Sunday. We're down to as low as 8.5. And, and this is why you shop for your numbers. There's 8.5 and 9.5 and out there and everything in between. What do you make of USC on the road? First conference matchup there. I like USC. I have them as the number two team in the country. And nothing that happened in the really? opener changes my mind. They were outstanding on defense, forced turnovers, turn those turnovers into points. I know that's not sustainable, but I do think they're even better in this Stanford game on offense than they were in the opener. Ironed out some things. You know, I think they're, they're, they're starting to figure out and, and get an understanding for what Jordan Addison does well, how to get uh, Mario Williams more involved in what they were doing. Caleb will be a little more comfortable, you know, with his new teammates. You know, I'm not, you know, big on I didn't have high expectations for Stanford. You know, I, I like SC in this game. I'm, I'm a big Tanner McKee fan for as much as you can be, right, for a, a kid coming out of Stanford. I, this is, I don't think a lot of people circle this as a test because they're a nine-point favorite on the road. I think it's a pretty good test. From a physicality for standpoint, yep. absolutely. Because, yeah, Shaw's always got them ready to go. Yeah, they're going to be tough. They're going to be big. They're yep. going to be hard-nosed. Yeah, absolutely. I just think the transfers are so significant and their talent is so elite. Hmm. I don't think teams that have bad foot speed on defense are going to be able to tackle in space versus what Lincoln Riley has assembled in, in, in What about the other side LA? of that, defensively? I think that's because that's always been the I question I like Figueroa, and yeah. I like Thule and those guys on that D-line. And, you know, with the way that the, the, the secondary played, you know, I don't think they're just going to lay down. I, I think they're, they'll be able to hold their own, you know, uh, because I don't think Stanford has, you know, a, a top-end running back like they have at times in the past. So I'm, I like USC to cover this number and start making some some, some noise nationally. It's not a great slate next week, but it's uh, this is one of the better ones really on the board. Can't, what a can't, week can't wait to watch it, though. All right, when we come back, let's talk a little individual players and what they're going to do for the season. Jeff Erickson is going to join us next. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, folks, it's football season. Betters know that this is when the money's made. Nobody knows football like Visa. Now's the time to become a Visa subscriber. Get our comprehensive betting guides, college and pro. But get the pro, man. Come on. Season's right around the corner, only in a couple of days. In-depth team previews, over-under, win total recommendations. That includes best bets and recommendations for every single team, playoff predictions, and more. Check it out today, vcin.com slash subscribe. Remember, sign up early, discounted 175. You receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. And I will always remind you, that includes our college and NBA betting guides, which will be coming out around the time the basketball season begins. So you get a lot of stuff when you sign up. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. But nobody wants to think about basketball. I don't, and I've been writing about it for the last, like, three days. Uh, let's talk about some football and individual players and more. Jeff Erickson, nice enough to give us some time today. A fantastic fantasy analyst. And, Jeff, you have a new show and a new time, correct? Yeah, same show, new time on SiriusXM Fantasy. We're on from 8 to 10 Eastern, 5 to 7 Best Coast out here. Uh, and uh, it's still Rotowire Fantasy Sports today. Myself and Nick Whalen going to be on uh, in about half an hour here. Going to do a lot of, uh, you know, live look-ins on Monday and Thursday nights when the season starts up. But otherwise, when you're ready for your drafts, getting ready for you to set your lineups properly, pick up the right agents, name it. So let, let's start with the theme of the show here. We were talking about the Saints earlier, right? And what the Saints could potentially be. And I know that you're uh, pretty high 
on one piece for the New Orleans Saints, Chris Olave, and what you expect from him this coming season for New Orleans. Absolutely. I think he's the best route runner of the rookie class. I, I think that matters more than almost anything there. Uh, I took him over Drew London in a dynasty league. I, uh, Drake London, excuse me. Uh, over Garrett Wilson, you name it. Um, I, I worry about the targets early on for this year, but long-term, I think he's going to have no problem at all. And I think Jameis can support a, a passing game with two receivers that are very productive. Even if Michael Thomas is fully healthy, I think, and I, I want that to happen, actually, because that draws a lot of coverage away from Olave. I think Olave gets his. I think that they're going to take the training wheels off of Winston this year. Uh, I, I think that they're going to need him to do a lot more, and I think Olave is going to benefit from that. I agree. I think Olave is extremely talented. Um... I, I I was a little afraid, as you mentioned, targets, more so not Michael Thomas, but it was the Jarvis Landry, Callaway, Kamara triumvirate that I was like, I think New Orleans is going to be really good in the passing game, but I think there's going to be a lot of fluctuation from week to week on who's the main guy. I can see that happening. Uh, you know, Kamara's going to get his. As long as he's healthy, he's going to get a lot of that. Um you know, it's a new offense, new head coach this year, too, and we'll see uh, what that entails. Uh, you're, you're right. Landry is a guy that's going to be in the slot. He's going to get a lot of those short catches. Uh, I'm hoping, though, that Olave gets enough in the red zone, enough in uh, deeper balls, because we know Landry's not going to be that guy. And I'm not really wor that worried about him in the red zone, but you're right. Uh, and Callaway's still there. Um, that is still a possibility. There are plenty of mouths to feed. I also like that the Saints have a better schedule, too. Uh, they don't they don't have that first-place schedule. Plus, they still get two games apiece against the Panthers and the Falcons, and I think that only bodes well. Is he, would you say, he of, of the young rookie wideouts, is he the one you're highest on, and who would be the second if he is? I, I go Olave, Drake London, probably third, George Pickens. Love him. Uh, again, he's got to fight for some targets early on, but, I mean, we've already seen him, you know, turn a lot of heads. Garrett Wilson is going to have to really fight for his target share with the Jets, and especially with two different quarterbacks right now, uh, trying to figure out if it's going to be Wilson or Flacco in week one. That might be a little bit uh, tricky, but uh, those are the big ones there. I mean, there's. I think we were spoiled by Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase the last two years about rookie production. Usually it takes a while. Usually it's year two that you really see the breakout, but uh, we've been so spoiled the last couple of years. You know, Jeff, staying in the NFC but switching divisions, you know, all we've heard is Romeo Dubs, uh, Christian Watson's now back. Mm -hmm. And listen, when you're playing with Devontae Adams, you're not going to get a lot of targets because he's going to get the majority of them, and he deserves them. But no one's really talking about Alan Lazard. Now, I know he hadn't lit the world on fire as of yet, but Rodgers has to throw the ball to somebody. Is he a potential breakout candidate? Absolutely. I think he's the Packers' number one. Uh, I, I, you know, I know there is the comments from Flynn saying they want to spread it around. Uh, and that only depressed the price for Lazard in our recent drafts. I got Lazard in the seventh round in a draft this weekend in Vegas, a uh, big draft, uh, the NFFC, the National Fantasy Football Championship. Uh, and I, I'm very happy. I got him as my fourth receiver, and I think I've got the Packers' number one guy. I, I, it won't be the predominant uh, share that Adams had, obviously. Uh, but at the same time, I think he's going to be the number one. I think it's pretty clear. I love dubs in the long run. Uh, but I think there's going to be some growing pains with the Rooks, especially Watson. He's missed so much time because of the injury. Uh, that I, I think you're going to see Lazard be the main guy. All right, so let's go with an interesting guy because the quarterback situation, I think, is a little in flux, but we know what Marcus Mariota is for the most part. Kyle Pitts, what are we expecting from him? Because he's one of your breakout guys too, right? Absolutely. Every time I walk out of a draft and I don't have Kyle Pitts and it, he and he goes in the third round or later, I feel like I failed my mission. Uh, you know, he's a generational prospect. 
He was one of uh, three tight ends to get over 1,000 yards, one of two rookies ever to get 1,000 yards, and he's younger than any of those other guys, younger than any of the rookies that have ever done that. Uh, you know, Keep in mind, he was a 20-year-old in the NFL last year. Uh, he's a wide receiver that qualifies at tight end, essentially. He is a, a talent that, unlike others, you saw him in the final preseason game, how he is like breaking down cornerbacks. They are, you know, it, it's the type of player there that I think the sky is the limit with him. We saw last year he only had one uh, touchdown, and I think that's what scares some people away. But I think that's a little fluky, and I think it's a function more of Matt Ryan, less so uh, the, the Pitts skill set there. So I, I think he's the guy, the tight end we might be drafting first next year, even ahead of Travis Kelsey. I'm a big Dennis. Uh, fan, but man, I think Dallas Goddard is going to have an unbelievable year. I think he's really talented. I think Justin Hurts has developed, but Jeff, moving out west, uh, a free agent acquisition, hadn't got a lot of fanfare. I know Robert Woods went to Tennessee, so they had to replace a starter. Uh, Odell Beckham got hurt in the Super Bowl. They brought in Allen Robinson from the Bears. Matthew Stafford proved it. When he's surrounded with elite pieces, he can win a championship for you. What do you think about Allen Robinson's fit there in Sean McVay's system? Oh, it's awesome. It's a perfect fit. And it's the best quarterback that Robinson's ever played with by far. I mean, dating back to college, I mean, we had Christian Hackenberg at Penn State. You know, Hackenberg had the pedigree but never really de delivered. Robinson has produced with all these different quarterbacks there, whether it's Blake Bortles, uh, whether, you know, some of the other lesser quarterbacks. So, you know, Mitch Trubisky, actually, uh, he had a good year one year with him. I mean, Robinson can play. And that's the thing that, uh, you know, it's just he was hurt last year, so he's a little bit of a depressed stock. But this is a guy that, you know, I think it's to the moon with him. I think he's going to be someone that could be you know, 13, 1,400 yards receiving this year. Uh, we saw, you know, when you've got Cooper Cup on one side breaking down corners, there's plenty of room for a number two with Beckham. The biggest play in the Super Bowl last year is Beckham getting hurt. I think it, it was a big blowout over my Bengals last year um, if Beckham doesn't get hurt because Beckham was tearing it up on the other side. They had no answer for that. Uh, I, I think that's going to be the same with Robinson. I think it's just going to be a beautiful one-two punch. All right, let's go to running back um, Rashad Penny. Looks like he's the lead guy, right? Like he's going to be the workhorse there? Yeah, he is. Now, it's interesting because they drafted uh, Kenneth Walker the third in the second round. You know, you've got that draft capital, and I think everybody's scared of that. But uh, Penny was le legit, like, top three running back the last uh, last five weeks of the season last year. Uh, he, he is healthy now, and I know that that now is the big thing. It's doing a lot of work here with Penny. I know the history there with him. But he can play. He can flat-out play. Uh, and Walker's going to be slow to start this season. He's coming back from the hernia operation, probably won't be ready for Monday night, might not be ready the week after that as well. Uh, week, if you get to weeks three and four, then you've got the uh, Falcons and the Lions, and I think those are two teams you can run against there. It's a good chance for Penny to get off to a good start. So I, I really like Penny's uh, chances for carrying the workload early. I think they give him a lot of workload this year, and then next year Walker takes over. It's analogous to the Broncos where, you know, Williams and Gordon shared the carries last year, and then now Williams is going to be the man this year, I think. And uh, so it's going to be interesting to see that juxtaposition. All right, I'm going to list off my fantasy team. You just no. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, biggest name in terms of preseason hype that you think is, hey, you know what, stay away from it. I think we got to pump the brakes here uh, when it comes to production that you're looking at into this year. Okay, so I got a couple for you. Christian McCaffrey, I, I passed at him at three, third overall in my draft, and often he sometimes goes first. I just don't think he makes it through the season healthy. I, I worry about you know, for him to have that production, he needs a massive workload, but every time he has the massive workload, he breaks down. And so prove me wrong. I hope I'm wrong because he, he's a dynamic talent, but I just, when I, I tend to try to draft safe in the first round, so I'm not going to take him there. Cam Akers is another guy I'm very worried about there. If you look at the player props for week one, you know, his teammate, 
Daryl Henderson has a higher rush and receiving yards prop at the various sports books. Even Devin Singletary and the Bills does as well, which I thought was pretty interesting there. Yet Akers is the one that's drafted two, three, four rounds ahead of those guys. Uh, you look at Arizona. Hollywood Brown caught 91 balls last year. He's now the number one wide receiver, especially the first six weeks because yep. of DeAndre Hopkins' suspension. Can he carry your team? I mean, Kyler's got to throw the ball to someone, right? Yeah, and Ertz is questionable for week one, too. I'm a little worried about that because I have a decent number of shares of Ertz in my leagues. Uh, you're absolutely right. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, Hollywood. I think you're going to see a lot of Rondale Moore first six weeks of the season, and we'll see what happens after that. I wish we could see more out of A.J. Green. I just don't know what he's got left in the tank. Uh, but you're, I, I think Hollywood Brown could get a ton of target share early on. Jeff Erickson, Rotowire Fantasy Sports Great Today, stuff, Sirius XM, and that's coming up in 20, right? Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Again, Jeff Erickson, Jeff underscore Erickson up on Twitter. I like Jeff, man. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I could listen. To, look, I'm, I'm a fantasy guy, too, so I could listen yeah. to fantasy guys. I play in one fantasy league, and yeah. everybody in the league thinks they had their best draft in history. Really? The league's been going on for two decades. So my fantasy league, I got like a D. But then, like, one guy drafted Kenneth Walker, and that was, like, the standout pick. And I'm like, Wait, he's not playing. The grading people never like that. Yeah, never. All right, we'll come back. We got plenty left to get to here. Be subscribed now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you could also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, hotel rooms, and over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with the BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, really quick. We are, eh, it's never right on time, so we'll call it 20 minutes away from kickoff between Clemson and Georgia Tech. Um, We haven't seen any real moves here, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we're going to close Clemson 24, 24 and a half with a total of 51. I'm going to watch. And what I really hope happens is the same thing that you're pulling for. I hope Georgia Tech, scores on their opening drive. I'm hoping just for 
give me like an empty possession for both teams, and let's see what happens. I'd lo- I'd love Georgia Tech to go up seven. Because because the problem too with my strategy is like your point is like I would to get a more valuable number, I would need Georgia Tech to score because the algorithms on these higher power rated teams they don't really tend to budge, right? right? Especially after like just two punts, uh-huh. where you really get the move is the total. So for like on Monday or excuse me, on Saturday for example. Um, I wanted to bet the Michigan-Colorado State game over, mm-hmm. but I missed the market. It went up like 61, I think is what it closed at, 61 and a half. So I just sat back and waited, and both teams punted, and I was like, hell yeah. Bet that thing over, and Harbaugh's a maniac and kept trying to run up the score, so they go over the total. Totals get a little bit more affected by slow starts than sides. So I'll be curious to see what this number does if they do get off to the slow start that I'm hoping for. Yeah. Um, With skinny DJ Uyangalale. Norvell in for a long season. Well, Colorado State looked rough on offense. Man, they struggled. Tell you what, I think – so I covered the Mountain West part-time, and I wrote the guide, the Mountain West portion. Watch out for them in conference play, I would say. Once they get to they conference They're going to change play, quarterbacks? I, I think that was a deer in the headlights it that was. was out there Saturday. That was also Michigan on the road, though, that was, and well, his offense. The dudes, no that's the game they got circled. <laughs> right? You know, that's when the go. dude going ball. <laughs> I would say I, that, that was because I actually had – I laid the points on Colorado State. Yeah. And well, you, you took them? Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I was watching it. the game because of that. And I was like, from the second series, you could ask all my, my high-end cigar buddies, I was like, I got yeah. no shot. I was going to say, you didn't have to sweat. That yeah, was a good no thing, shot. right? You just yeah. toss it out. Michigan this, actually looked good. 51-and-a-half-point favorite against Hawaii this weekend. Hey, Hawaii's bad. Shout-out to my guy, Timmy Chang. I played He's got a job Timmy. in front of him. I played man. with Timmy over in uh, CFL. Yeah. Yeah, he got a rough, 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 rough season coming. I think you can do it, but it's going to be a – Because I'm going to fade Vandy every chance I get. Vandy doesn't have SEC athletes. I am. So, with Vanderbilt, I am kicking myself a little bit here. So, one of the win totals I did not make that I really wanted to was over two and a half with Vanderbilt. Because you saw the two wins on the schedule. Yeah, they already sure. got them. It, right. It was going to be. They won't they win again. Conference play. But they won't win again. They're only catching six and a half against Wake. Well, Some spots, I take that back. How did the kid from Wake play? Because I'm a big Sam Hartman fan. So, when Sam was ruled out for the season, I stopped paying attention to Wake. I'll tell you right, well, it's VMI, so, I mean, you take what you can out of the uh, performance. Uh, but 44 to 10, the final score. Griffiths, 21 to 29, 288, 9.9 per and three touchdowns. No picks. I, I have to watch it. I got to say, I'm, I want to double check this. I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. I will say, I, I talked to one handicapper, and I believe that the line projected for this game between Vandy and Wake Forest before Hartman went down was in the range of about 21. Oh, easy. And now it's six and a half. Yeah. Because of Vandy, of course, coming off of consecutive wins very comfortably. Vandy can't run. Yeah. They're going to be in trouble against anybody that has explosive players in space. Make sure it's still They're six. not very fast. Okay. And I, I've been corrected. It is eight now. So it, it's been bet up from six yeah. and a half to eight. But I'm not, laying, I'm not, I'm not laying points with, with that quarterback at Wake. Not until I see him play. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm regretting it. I feel like they could do Oh, look at that. Eight and a half. Okay. So you can shop around. And that's a bet MGM is yep. eight and a half. So you shop around, get some numbers. And we always advocate for that. It oh, takes yeah. a little more time sometimes, but in the long run, it definitely matters greatly. Always got to get the best one. So you're not going to play the first half here? No. No? Just going to sit back and wait? Yeah, I'm going yeah, I'm to I'm watch it. All right. Prime time, f- 5 o'clock hour. It's just going to be all watching Clemson, Georgia. We do that a lot. And, uh, yeah. well, let's, I mean, to be honest, when I was texted, it'd be like, hey, can you fill in on prime time? Like, can you move it back three hours? <laughs> I know, like right? Two hours? Like, I'd be totally well, up. Or, yeah, whatever, whatever yeah. the terminology is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying here. All right, a couple of uh, other college games I want to get your thoughts on because uh, there are quite a few interesting ones, albeit the schedule as a whole is not very good. 
What did you see? You because you we were talking about this earlier. Did you have Arizona in that game against San Diego State? Yes. What did you think? They're catching eleven now at <clears> home against Mississippi State. I had Arizona circled. We were talking about teams to take a position on early in the NFL. Arizona was one for me to take a position on early this season in college with? football with Arizona. You took you you yeah, backing was, them. Yep, I was on Arizona last week against San Diego State, and I think as the number continues to move up here at home, we're talking about ten and a half now, and one spot eleven. I think the I, I think I want to kind of ride this train. It's a team with a, I think they're well coached. I do too. I think they're they're better. I thought better. San Diego State was overrated. Yes, just like I like you mentioned Boise. I have not watched the Mississippi State game yet, so mm-hmm. I have to see. I've heard Mississippi State looks much improved on defense. I know because of Leach, they're going to be good. Because I thought Arizona got a lot of breaks go their way early in that game. Yeah. Well, they did look like they were going to lose. I think right. they, they had a 14-point lead at one point. And and that then got cut to San Diego State came back. and yep. then They turned know, it over, though. Yeah. Like, I felt like all the breaks went the Wildcats' way in this opener. So, they might have a little inflated, you know, self-worth. Because this is in uh, Stark Vegas, right? Uh, no, this is in Arizona. It's oh, at home. It's a nightcap. Oof. That's not when you look. That's for me when you're talking about this and the situation that it's going to be in. Yeah, I would depend. See how the day goes. It's not one I'm gonna run out in bed early. I was gonna say you got time, right? Yeah, it's a late night Hawaii chase. Yeah, I'll be watching uh, the top ranked card. They got some great women's fights. Okay. Yeah, this Saturday. So, depending on how my earlier day went, I may get involved in that. All right, I'll throw one more at you. BYU off season line here was B- uh, Baylor. Uh, pardon me, I BYU minus six. I love Baylor. Reopens BYU minus one. Yeah. Now it's back. It's it's as high as four, three and a half. The consensus. I love Baylor. Yeah. 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 BYU's definitely got to sell. It's floor, USF is terrible. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't defense. know what Jeff Scott's doing down so there. So he's walking in the shirt. I but didn't want to yeah, say anything. Yeah. They're they're. I mean, they're, defensively, they may <laughs> give up a school record amount of points this year. Like offensively, they'll be fine because they have really good skill players. But defensively, they're not very good. And they got some guys injured on defense, and they already don't have depth. You know, I, I just – so I think BYU looked better than what they actually are. I do think they're a good team, but I love Baylor, man. It's a good defense. Yeah. And, and, and Randa is one of those – so there's like four defensive coordinators, I would say, in college football that, like, maximize the personnel to, like, the highest extent. Yeah. I think Aranda is one of them. And BYU's top receiver got injured. Yeah. You know, the kid that ran that jet sweep for a touchdown on the first play. He he didn't he didn't come back in the game after maybe like the end of the first quarter. So I, I'm I'm with Baylor in this one. Oregon State, what'd you think of them against US or against Boise? Just don't think Boise's that good. So it's a hard gauge. Um, it's small flip of favorites here. It, Fresno State was a one point favorite. This is now Oregon State minus one. Fresno State at home. Probably leave it alone. So I've got, I, I, they they played a really really good. Fresno State? No, team State? in the bowl game. Utah State had a really good team last year. That's what Oregon State lost to in the bowl, right? Um, I think it was Utah State, if I'm not mistaken. Check. Let me double check. I think you might yeah, be right. I think way. it was Utah State. And, and Fresno kind of reminds me of them. I know Kalen isn't still there, but I love Jake Hayner, the quarterback. And that was the hard part for me was I didn't think Oregon State really got tested. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Yep. Right. And, and, you know, against a really high-end Non-Power 5 team, Oregon State didn't get it done. And I think Fresno is in that conversation with Air Force and Central Florida as being really good non-Power 5 teams that could really make some noise, you know, by running the table going undefeated. I know Fresno has the the Southern Cal game coming up. 
Probably watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably watch. Uh, so I've got Fred, I'm pretty high on Fresno. I've got him to win the conference at three to one. The Hainer's freaking awesome. My but, boy Blue Adams is the is the uh, secondary coach. He yeah. loves them, those guys. He they're yeah. they're secondary. I think they're I think they're the really secondary good. in the, the Mountain yeah. West yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're really good in yeah. the Pac twelve. Coach on Oregon State. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's at yeah. Oregon State. Yeah, he loves those kids, but I don't know. Uh, I, I'll probably sit that picked game. Picked off, picked off Bachmeyer twice. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, look like a fool. Absolutely. All right. So there's a couple other games on the schedule. I will say that it's it is a, a referendum on what the type of schedule is. Where I'm actually kind of jazzed up to see Auburn and San Jose State because that number keeps climbing and uh, San Jose State. I'm probably around fade with San Jose. State. I'm gonna fade San Jose every chance I get. I mean, they're out look- there. What was the Penguins? Is that what Portland State yes, mascot uh, is? The Vikings, like that? I think. Yeah, actually, the Vikings. But, I mean, jeez. 14-7 late into the game. And it wasn't like this was yeah. a fluke game. Like, I watched the second half of that game. Portland looked like the better team in a lot of ways. So, I mean, I know San Jose State was good a couple years ago, but I don't, I'll probably take. They're, they're really good defensively, but they're offense. Man. Yeah. And they are not a uh, – I would say they're not really a well-coached team. Oh, Iowa and Iowa State, too. we got to talk about that at some point because uh, Iowa, South Dakota State Jackrabbits, great basketball program. Don't know about the football program and uh, fighting like that. Offensive pretty, showcase. That's pretty rough. All right, <laughs> third hour on the way. We'll have a game to watch as well. Clemson-Georgia Tech kickoff moments away. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.